analysis with no punches pulled. This is From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Vanessa. What's going on? Welcome to From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Jimmy Finizzi. I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlueSeats94 to interact with us and let us know your thoughts on the topics at hand. You can also stay up to date on the latest episodes and get the latest breaking news on your New York Rangers. Also, be sure you subscribe on all audio platforms and be sure to rate us five stars. It would mean the world to us. Without any further ado, let's drop the puck. Ladies and gentlemen, as the old saying goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. As we are taking a road trip down there today in this episode because I am joined by Jason, just one half of the Vegas Fever podcast, which you can find on YouTube and on all audio platforms. Go subscribe to these guys if you are a diehard Vegas Golden Knights fan or just a diehard hockey fan in general. You want to subscribe to the Vegas Fever podcast podcast jason what's going on my man how are you not much i appreciate that uh that very warm welcome and and yes you can find us everywhere that podcasts are found it's uh it's it, it's been quite a summer so we we appreciate you having us for sure no of course the pleasure is all mine i know the other half is is um your wife paula who is was unable to join us today but hey you know what we're still gonna have a little bit of fun and please tell her that everyone here at thpn say Hello as well to her, but we're going to dive right into the gist of things as six long years have finally paid off for the Vegas Golden Knights as they are coming fresh off a Stanley Cup championship. I just want to get your overall thoughts on how you felt going into last season and did you think that Vegas was actually going to win the Cup? Thank you. It, it, you know, it, uh, it's such a long long struggle to get to the top of the mountain six long years uh, it's been uh it's been tough you know we've been waiting a long time uh i did not think that they would get to the stanley cup i didn't even think that they would really make the playoffs um wow we, me and me and paula had a show that we did and she was like yeah they're gonna they're gonna get back to the playoffs they're gonna have a you know a deep run could make the stanley cup and i'm like what are you looking at you know what i mean but what she's looking at is the 500 plus man games lost that the Golden Knights had. And what I was looking at was, okay, well, this was the only year we're talking last year. We're talking about that. They hadn't made the playoffs in their history. So, you know, we're, we were on two ends of the spectrum. She, you know, my wife always thinks that the Golden Knights are going to win the Stanley cup. She happened to be right this year. And I'm glad that she was, <laughs> I am more of a little bit, 
I'm a little bit tougher. Um, mm. I liked the Pete DeBoer move when it happened. I hated it when it ended. I liked Robin Leonard when it happened. I hate it now. And so, you know, we our viewpoints vary. Uh, I, I, I didn't really see much from this team. And as the season progressed, they sure proved me wrong. Well, you know what that tells me? You should probably listen to your wife more. But no, listen, hey, in all, uh, in, no, and listen, in all, I'm, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Good advice. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Hey. Good, good advice. Cheers to that, man. No, listen, in, in all honest to God seriousness, no, no, I, I, I get, I get you're a little tough. I, I completely get where you're coming from. Heck, I'm tough with my own team. So mm-hmm. uh, you and I are on the same page here, my man. But hey, listen, it finally paid off. She was right. And I'm happy that. You guys are happy that you guys finally got yourself a Stanley Cup championship. We'll get into your expectations about this season in a little bit. But I do want to dive into one player in particular that I thought had a really good season, but everybody kept harping on him because there was a lot of pressure on him. Jack Eichel. Obviously, I've talked to a couple of Vegas fans, including... Uh, my co-host on my other show, The Bottom Line, which if you haven't heard, you can subscribe on YouTube and on all audio platforms. Just search for The Bottom Line Jimmy, hashtag shameless plug, but I digress there. But anyway, my co-host is a Vegas fan because he's from Vegas. And initially, I agreed with him in the sense that they didn't really need him. And everybody kept harping on him, like, what the hell is he going to do for this team? He's He's been in Buffalo. He hasn't really done much there. And then all of a sudden, he goes out and has an, has an MVP caliber-like season, and now he's got a Stanley Cup championship. So in your mind, when that Jack Eichel trade went down, A, how did you feel about it? And B, now that he finally has a Stanley Cup ring, do you think that some of that pressure is taken off of him going into this season? I mean, Jack Eichel is always going to have some kind of pressure on him because of him being the number two pick in the draft and him, like, as you alluded to, being in Buffalo for such a long time. Um, when the trade went down, I was I was pretty happy. I feel like what they gave up um, in terms of uh, it, it, just speaking on Alex Tuck just in general um, – mm. I think he's a great player, but I I really felt like to get Jack Eichel, to give up a couple of guys and 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 and, and picks and money, whatever it took. I felt like the Golden Knights were going to do it because that's the organization that they've that they've established. That's what they are. Right. Every time there's a player that that has an issue with their team, Vegas is going to go after. And some of the Vegas fans I see on you know Vegas Twitter, it's 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 it. It's kind of it's rough because everyone thinks that Vegas is going to go after everybody, you know, certain right, certain right. people, and you just can't do that. You know what I mean? Financially, Vegas has made it work. They've been in cap hell for years, and they found a way to use the window to to win a Stanley Cup, and that's really what it's all about. And in, in the end, is championships. If you get that, then all of it. I mean, all the strings that you pull. I mean, that's that's all that really matters. With Jack Eichel, I thought the trade was fantastic when it happened. I understand the pressure. Um, the man didn't want to be there, um, mm. and I don't blame him. Um, I'm—I uh, mean, for for people who have kind of been around Twitter long enough, I'm not the biggest Buffalo fan, and that's no disrespect to to, to Buffalo or the city of Buffalo or the Buffalo right. Sabres fans, but. Um, 
how dare you boo that man, in my opinion. In my opinion, how dare you boo that man? Now, he had a crappy first game back, but boy, did he get revenge with a Yes, he did. And nobody was happier besides Jack Eichel than me. I mean, really and truly, I was, I was, it was, it was almost like they won the cup initially. You know what I mean? I was screaming. I was having just a, just a, just a ball with it, you know, and the expectations for him are big. He's got a Stanley cup now. So the expectations will be bigger, but I feel like he comes to Vegas. He's able to get the next surgery that he wants. He gets out of not the best organizational situation. And look, they have every right to boo him because he did want out. But look at why you want out. They haven't been in the playoffs in 12 years. They're not competitive. Like they exactly. this year. And for some reason, they I just saw this today. They have 15 national televised games. The Buffalo Sabres, the same amount as Vegas. Why? Anyway, that's a whole conversation for a different time. Yeah, that Jack that Eichel, that that's actually a bit puzzling to me, but that's another yeah. rant for another day. Please, yeah. please continue. You're absolutely right. It's very, very uh, confusing. But um, Jack Eichel and the Golden Knights are going to be looking to repeat. The pressure is going to be, I think, a little off of him, but never totally far away, if that makes sense. No, what you're saying makes absolute sense. And I'm actually looking at the uh, fantasy projections according to uh, fantasy hockey staff at NHL.com. They're actually projecting Jack Eichel to get 85 points this upcoming season. And they're basing that off the fact that he was an absolute monster in the playoffs. He had 26 points, 6 goals, and 20 assists in 22 games, which is absolutely unreal. Again, huge props to Jack Eichel. I, I I was never down on Jack Eichel. I don't hate him, but it's there's just something about him that kind of rubs me the wrong way. So mm. it's not that I dislike him. He's a really good player, but I've heard from Sabres fans that personality-wise, he's not the best person so right. i was kind of iffy when that trade went down but then i looked at it and i said you know what he's got potential he's a great scorer he's a terrific passer with the puck so i kind of see why they're projecting him to get 85 points this upcoming season i mean what what say you what, what do you expect from jack eichel this season i mean that's a lot of points uh i mean i would feel safer taking the under i would just feel i mean even if it's 75 or 80 like i'd be good with that i think that 85 is a lot but i think that 60 to 75 range makes more sense to me okay the kind of the kind of guy and and player that jack eichel is in vegas is a lot different than what he was in buffalo and and i think that has to do with the fact that his supporting cast is so supportive of him and he doesn't have to be the only guy now with that being said if you put Jack Eichel on a line by himself with no other scorers or no other passers, he's not as good. That's not a secret. That's not, that's not anything that, you know, nobody's, you know, people aren't going to be surprised at. If you put him on a line, you know, with, you know, whether it be Marceau, um, whether it be, you know, Barbashev, um, if you put him on a line where there's other guys to get him the puck, he's going to do so. They're going to do so, and he's going to be more productive. And I think not having to be the face of the franchise or the guy that 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 held the team's you know scoring and everything on their back, it, it's really alleviated a lot of pressure, and he can go out and do different things. 
the first couple of rounds of the playoffs, Jack Eichel was really, really good. Right. Some people would say he disappeared in the later rounds. I just think that other guys like Jonathan Marshall and, you know, and Mark Stone and everybody else was, you know, was Barbashev st- stepping up and, you know, making those plays. So I think it was the group effort. Him not being the only guy is important, though, for, for him. This episode will continue after a word from our sponsors. Calling all college football fans. Are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. And as we all know, anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. But here's the catch. Change does come fast, and the only thing that's a guaranteed lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. And let's face it, life's more fun when you're in the action. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in select states. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Must be 21 or over in select states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Ah, summer. It's a great time of year, isn't it? Vacations, beaches, amusement parks, vacations. Oh, did I say that already? I'm sorry, I'm just in a vacation state of mind. But hey, you may not be the vacation type, and you know what? That's okay, because even if you're not going on vacation, summer is still all about a vacation state of mind. How? By creating your own summer soundtrack. Now hear me out on this. Whether I wanna listen to Breaking Benjamin on repeat, or I just need to retreat inside my own head a little bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. I know you may be lost here, but hear me out. There's so much going on all summer long, and sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people, or to stay calm with some guided meditation, whatever it may be. Heck, even if you're working out, Raycons are the best way to listen. Again, I love listening to Breaking Benjamin. They always get me pumped up for a good workout, or if I'm seeing them in concert, I pop in my Raycons in the passenger seat, mind you, and I listen to Breaking Benjamin. Raycons are the best way to listen to them and do everything else that you want and a whole lot more. Raycon uses earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode. And they have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to whatever you want, whenever you want, for a really long time. They also come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit, and they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good, if not better. 
and Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee. So really, you can't lose. Create your own summer soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, our listeners at the Hockey Podcast Network can get 50% off their order at buyraycon.com THPN. That's buyraycon.com THPN to save 15% off on Raycons. That's buyraycon.com THPN. Raycon, power up your every day. No, I'm I'm 100% with you. And since we're on this little game of over, under, and points, I'm looking at a couple other players on the Vegas roster here. I'm also looking at Mark Stone, who they're projecting to have 73 points this upcoming season, and Jonathan Marchessault, who they're projecting to have 70 points this season. And I'm also looking at somebody like Alex Petrangelo, great Mm -hmm. defenseman. They're projecting him to have 55 points this upcoming season. So, I want to start with Mark Stone. In your opinion, over or under 73 points? Under. I I, I okay. would I would I would much rather see how many games Mark Stone plays this year. Um that, that that's a very see, fair point. Fair point. I'd rather see over under on that one and I would probably take under 40. I mean to one well, no, no, sorry. Wrong wrong number. I'd take under 60. On okay. the games played, and it probably would be—I mean, under fifty might be a good bet. Uh, if if he stays healthy for a good amount of the season, um, then then he can hit that mark. But I just don't think he's going to because he hasn't, and he's got multiple back surgeries. And mm-hmm. everyone likes to make the comments about how he came back just in the nick of time. The man was hurt. The man came back when he could. Vegas did use rules that they that that are in place. I mean, you know, you can't hate the player, hate the game. You know, I mean, right. I mean, do I think it's a stupid rule? Yeah, it's a stupid rule. I mean, you know, he hadn't played. He had play, he played half the year. I mean, he used the Steven Stamkos rule too from the year from a couple years prior. You know, I about and then that another rule. guy did it this year, and another guy did it that year. You know what I mean? But Vegas gets all the hate, and I get it. And I'm I'm, I'm on both sides. Like I can see the hate, and I cannot see the hate. I'd be surprised if Stone plays 50 games. Uh, to be honest. Now to the guy who won the Conn Smythe Trophy as playoff MVP last season, Jonathan Marcheseau, over or under 70 points? I'll take that. I'll take the over. Uh, wow, okay. I mean, coming off the Conn Smythe, I mean, what what stops him, really? I mean, true. Yeah, I, I, if he stays healthy, and he's had an issue with that here and there, but if he stays healthy... 30 goals, 40 assists. I mean, that, that okay. I, I I think that's money. So I'll take I'll take the over. All right. All right. I like that. Alex Petrangelo, over or under 55 points. So what are we thinking for 55 points? Or would that be 20 goals, 35 assists? Somewhere around there, yeah. That's a lot. Um I'll take the under. And I hate keeping the take the I, I hate to take the under like majority of the time. But with their talented blue line, uh, I mean, you got other guys there like White Cloud and Theodore and McNabb, yeah. and you know what I mean? It goes on and on and on. I, I don't think that he's going to be able to get 55. I would be way more comfortable in that 45 range. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you one more before we move on to your okay. expectations for this season. Ivan Barbashev, mm. over or under... 66 points. I like Barbie. I'm going to take the over. 
Uh, and yeah, and, and that, that I was thinking might, the same thing because I'm, I'm thinking about it. That that line with him, Eichel, mm -hmm. and yep. Marcia so forget yep. about it. Oh exactly. my god, th 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 that's a top yeah. five line in hockey. And that's why I think the points are distributed a lot, are going to be distributed a lot on that line. That's why I like right. the over with Marcia so, and I'll take the over with Barbashev. He's got a shiny new contract, he's got um, line mates that really give him the puck and he gives them the puck. And I think with assist and goals, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm good with that on the over. All right. Fair enough. And I think we are definitely in lockstep. I'm actually, I actually have him projected to go to 80 points this wow. season. I think he's going to go off this year. You watch. So got that out of the way. Now let's get into what you expect from this season from the Vegas golden Knights. I'm just going to come out and flat out ask you, do you think they have the potential. I'm not saying that they're going to, right. but do you think they have the potential to go back to the Stanley Cup final this year? I think they do. And I okay. think they and I think they do because they basically lost nobody. Like they lost Riley Smith. I mean, I, I, I mean, mean, I mean, hey, li listen, granted, in my personal opinion, I think that's a teeny bit of a blow, but it's nothing that's gonna be long-term impactful but that's just my personal opinion well they took ivan Barbashev and they gave him uh riley smith's money and that was my and True. Uh, i was very comfortable with that deal because they were able to keep Barbashev. if they would have had to lose riley smith and Barbashev to bring in another guy i would have had a severe problem with that but i don't think they would have done that if they wouldn't have been able to keep Barbashev, they probably would have signed riley smith so in right one way or the other, uh, you're basically looking at the same team. I mean, they they sign Aiden Hill, who had a run that is going to be remembered forever, mm. uh, especially in Southern Nevada. Um, yeah, him, him, and uh, him and Logan Thompson. You got to give yep. them credit. I love I love that tandem, and you can't forget about Yuri Patera down there as well. Yes, he's the third guy, and he's going to be the starter in Henderson, and he is fantastic. Hundred so, percent. Their crease is good. Um, defensively, they're the same team, um, and offensively, they're pretty much the same team. So it's about health. Uh, are they going to be the 2022 version with 500 plus man games lost? Or are they going to be the uh, 2023 version that ran the table and was able to withstand every blow? I've never, I, I really didn't expect them to withstand every single blow. I thought it was going to end so many times, and they were up in most of the series. I mean, they really they were hardly down uh, and mm. hardly even. And Edmonton, I, I mean, I just didn't I didn't see them beating Edmonton. I thought Edmonton was going to go to the Stanley Cup final. I could pick Edmonton again. Wow. Um, I could pick Edmonton to win the Pacific. I'm high on Edmonton. I'm not high on their fans, but I'm high on Edmonton. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I feel like. If they add a guy besides uh, Drysidel and Connor McDavid, I think that they've they've and, and somebody better than Stuart Skinner. I mean, he was mm. good. If they can upgrade in the net and if they can add a third piece, they're dangerous. Vegas has the potential to go all the way again, and the window is still open. Now, will they repeat? I mean, the odds are not in the favor of them repeating. Right. That. You've got the Penguins a handful of years ago, Tampa Bay a couple of years ago, and then it's. It's taken a while. I mean, you don't see it often, you know. So right. they have the potential if they stay healthy. Uh, I'll put them with anybody. That's a fair point. I I personally think they have the potential to go all the way again. But the question is, will they do it? That remains to be seen. I mean, look, I I like Vegas. I like their fan base. Their fan base has been nothing short of 
friendly to me and everyone else here at the network. So I have I have no issue with Vegas fans. I'm really, really pulling through. But again, we will see what happens this season for them. So with that being said, where do you have Vegas finishing in the division? Mm, it's tough. Uh, I'll take Vegas to win the Pacific. Uh, Edmonton okay. right behind them. I mean, it could be a one or two point spread, like, you know, uh, in between difference, like it was last year. Vegas had 111 points. Edmonton had 109. So I could see it being very, very similar with a game or two coming down um, to decide it. I like Vegas and then Edmonton and then Seattle. Those are my top three. Mm. Uh, and then L.A. right there as well. Yeah, I, I was going to say, w watch out for the Seattle Kraken this year. I mean, I, I think they have – this is going to be a really bold take. I think Seattle's got what it takes to go to the Western Conference Final this year. I mean, to go on a surprising run to the semifinals last year, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Dallas, that team's got the potential to potentially go to the Western Conference Finals. I, I think I they can do it. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, they didn't have the first year that, that people thought that they were going to have because of Vegas and the expansion rules and everything else. And But they bounced back and and, and knocked out the Stanley Cup champion in, in Colorado Avalanche. And that was yeah. just you know, big, huge for their fan base. You know, and I feel like I, I'm, I'm with you. They could take that step. They could be right there. 100%. Do not sleep on the Seattle no. Kraken this season. No. I, I have them finishing third in the Pacific. I agree with you on that and i also agree i do have vegas winning the pacific division and i have edmonton right behind them i i think it's going to be close i think it's going to yeah. come down to probably one of the two final games of the regular season for either team to clinch i think it's going to be that close but i agree with you vegas will win the division now since this is a rangers show i gotta ask you about my team the New York Rangers. I know you have been following them for a little while. I personally have them finishing third in the Metro Division behind the Devils and Carolina because I have Carolina winning the Metro again. Mm. What do you expect from the Rangers this season? Do you have them finishing third or do you have them finishing better or worse than last season? I, I mean, first and foremost, I like... Well, let's start with this. So, before... Um, Vegas was a franchise. Um, I was a Ranger fan, a big one. And I'll tell you because my family, uh, besides me is from Queens. Uh, okay. I was, I was born in Vegas. My, my dad is from, uh, far Rockaway beach, Queens. And he was a Ranger fan. He was a Yankee fan, even though he lived in Queens. <laughs> and so, all of his New York sports fandom rubbed off on me. I like the Yankees. I like the Rangers. I like the Giants. It, it's just the Knicks. It's the way it always was. And and we never had a team in Vegas. So everybody right, else right. were our teams. Um, that's why I'm such a big that's why I'm such a big running rebel fan because UNLV <laughs> was all that there was. And then this team comes and they take everybody. They take everybody's yep. Their heart, their soul. They the people in Southern Nevada and surrounding love that team. They love that team for so many reasons, and you could spend a show on it. But I'll yes. spare you of that, and I will tell you that 
you know, my wife still enjoys the Rangers big time. She was really happy when Gerard Gallant was hired. I mm. told her that was one of the worst things that they could have done. And oh, probably, God. I mean, look, look, the man is um, his guys will run through a wall for him. However, his tactics get old. They get stale and people get tired of them, including the organization's. One of them being the Florida Panthers, Panthers who left him and his family at the arena, I believe, for a road yeah. game. Oh, I yeah. I, I, for, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. His uh, crap, uh, put it nicely, gets stale. Um, yeah. So if I would have told you that he wouldn't have lasted two years, I, I mean, I, if someone would have said that, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been mistaken. I think the Rangers, though, after – what happened last year in the playoffs, I think that they're poised for a return. I like your idea of putting them third. I could I could see them fourth. I don't think they're really going much higher when you have okay. New Jersey and Carolina. I'm a little suspect on New Jersey though. I'm almost wondering mm. was that like a was that like a, a jump that they're gonna be able to sustain? Like that's my thing about New Jersey. They they they've got they've got pieces and they and they had a good showing, but are they gonna be able to return? So I mean, I'll take Carolina mm. in that division. Uh I'll take New Jersey slightly, and then you know, I'll put the Rangers where you are only because I don't want to drop them that low, but I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in that in that fourth, fifth range. Well, first and foremost, I think Neil may have a few choice words with you about the Devils there, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that to you. Understood. But no, listen, man. I mean, as far as that as far as that fourth place is concerned, the wild card spot, you know, I I personally have Pittsburgh. You know, mm -hmm. I I think that this is this is their last chance now that they got Eric Carlson and that big three team trade that happened this off season, This is really. Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin's really and, and Chris Letang. Yeah. This is their last chance to potentially try and get one more cup. If they don't, then they might as well just pack up Crosby and Malkin's bags and Letang's as well. Because Letang should have retired two years ago and God bless him for still playing. But even yeah. still, that's beside the point. They might as well pack up everybody's bags and blow up everything. Because if they don't do it this year, they're not doing a damn thing. Anytime yeah. soon. What say True. you? Well, Chris, Chris Letang is lucky to be alive, first off. Um, Amen. Absolutely. You, you're probably right about like retrospect, like looking back on it, you're probably right. He probably should have stopped playing. And then, and then, he thank you. Stroke, and then, he, he, God bless him. You know, he's able to still get back on the ice. I mean, that's, that's, that's very, very impressive. The, these guys have been together so long, you know, one Stanley Cups, Crosby, Letang, and Malkin. It's got to be their last ride. They yeah. put Eric Carlson in this deal, a deal that San Jose got absolutely screwed on. Absolutely screwed yes, on. Like, they yes, they did. Yes, they did. I'm not sad, but they got screwed for sure. So, <laughs> of, of course, you're not sad because you're a Vegas no, fan. You're supposed to I hate am the not Sharks. Sad at all. But I, I'm, I'm not sad. Like, like uh, certain things won't make me sad, and that's one of them. You know what I mean? But uh, I just think this is if they've got that last little little opening right now, it's probably it uh, for a while. Absolutely, so make the most of it. No, you're absolutely right, but. In hindsight, though, we are in lockstep with the Rangers. We both have them finishing third, even though... So now, now, let me ask you this. If they do make the wild card... Right. Well, actually, no. Let, let me rephrase. Regardless of where they finish in the division, whether it's third or whether they get the first wild card spot, do you expect them to do 
anything in the playoffs? Because for me personally, I've said this over and over and over again. Unless the big guys like Zabanajad, Panarin, Fox, Heedle, Lafreniere, Kako can show up, I don't think they're doing a damn thing anytime soon because they absolutely flat out disappeared. Chris Kreider and Igor Shosturkin were the only two players that showed up last year against the Devils in the playoffs, and that was it. Nobody else showed up, so unless I see the big guys show up, I do not expect them to do anything. Maybe a first-round victory, maybe, if they get lucky, but that's pushing it for me. What do you think? Well, if they're the wild card, are they the first wild card or the second wild card? Because then that would determine if they get like a team like Boston or. If I was I was gonna like... say I, I in this case I would probably have them as the first wild card the team. First, okay, so they might. Let's say I mean if Boston replicates, which they which they might not. I mean they've lost they've lost a couple of guys. Uh, I mean, but I mean, but they're yeah. still gonna have a good team. So I mean. You know, is it Boston? Is it is it Florida? Is it I mean, is it Carolina? You know what I mean? Like, uh, depending on the matchup, uh, they could. I mean, is it is it New Jersey again? I mean, I mean, they can win a series. I just right. It, it, it's really early. You know, like I mean, these these August thirtieth you know projections are, are are rough, man. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> if you told no, me you're right. And 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 Matthew Kachuk and Florida would have made the Florida Panthers would have made the Stanley Cup or Vegas for that matter. I probably would have laughed at you a year ago today. <laughs> yeah, but here we are. You know, everybody was thinking how great Calgary was going to be. You know what I mean? And and and, and Columbus and you know what I mean? And, yeah, how that turned out? It was bad. You so, know, you're not now. Everybody's saying, "Oh, Columbus isn't going to do anything at all. Calgary's going to take a major step back if they haven't done so already." So it's like it, it, it's. <laughs> It's that a toss means up. Be it's, great. it's a real toss up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that means they'll be great. I mean, if we're if we're looking right. at like yes. you know, crack <laughs> and, and stuff like that. Well, um, well, now, now watch. Columbus is going to make a surprise run at a wild card spot. Yep. You just yep. watch. I wouldn't doubt it, man. You know what I mean? True, I mean, I, see true. That, I, I mean, depending on matchups, the Rangers might be able to do something, but it's just it's just so early to tell. I mean, it's all about health and matchups. No, you're absolutely right. But again, as things stand right now, I still have them finishing third in the Metro. Pittsburgh with the second wild card spot. So you and I'm sorry, the first wild card spot. So you right. and I are in lockstep on that one. But again, I do agree with you with Vegas. Vegas is definitely going to win the Pacific Division again. And I think that they will be a force to be reckoned with when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs. But Jason, this was so much fun, my man. Thank you so much for chatting some Vegas Golden Knights with me and for. A little bit of banter about my New York Rangers, but I'm looking forward to chatting with you more as the season comes along. We will definitely have you back on, and uh, we got to do more crossovers, man. These crossovers are getting a lot of fun, and again, please tell your lovely wife that all of us here at THPN say hello, and we miss her, and we lo we're looking forward to chatting with you guys again very soon, so thank you very much again for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, go go Knights. Uh, go Rangers. Go uh <laughs> Let's let's get it. Hockey season almost here. It's a good time of year. Hell yeah, man. I can't wait. That is Jason, one half of the Vegas Fever podcast. Please go subscribe to them. You will not be disappointed with their knowledge of the Vegas Golden Knights. You can find them on YouTube and on all audio platforms. That's going to do it for From the Blue Seats. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this content and want to keep on hearing more, make sure that you subscribe 
on all audio platforms and be sure to rate us five stars like Anna did on Apple Podcasts. And thank you again, Anna. We truly appreciate the support. You too can be like Anna and rate us five stars on all audio platforms and we will shout you out in a future episode. Also, be sure you follow us on all social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am not calling it X at BlueSeats94. Use the hashtag BlueSeats to keep the conversation going. What do you think about the Vegas Golden Knights? Do you have them winning the division or... Do you have them taking a slight step back? Questions, questions, questions. And also, I want to get your thoughts on what we said about the Rangers as well, obviously, because this is a Rangers show. But for Jason, I'm Jimmy. This is from the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Go Blue Shirts, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace!